Hey, and welcome to Dictator for a Day. The podcast where we'd never propose having an actual dictator. I am Dennis Dean, and I am not a dictator for a day. It's more like imagining what you'd do if you won the lottery. What would you do if you were, in fact, dictator for a day? What's good for the goose is good for the gander, which is why my goose-gander law is pretty high on the list of dictums you'll hear about on this podcast. Who in the... What? It's, it's Joe Sixpack, ladies and gentlemen, noted nice guy, Mr. Average, and a real American taxpayer. Uh, hi, Joe. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. You look a little tired, Joe. Yeah, I'm kind of getting tired about all the special privileges people are getting that I'm not getting. Well, we all get tired about hearing of special privileges that a few people get that the rest of us don't. We get especially tired when we hear how we've been paying for them. So, prepared to get tired during this podcast. So, uh, how does Goose Gander work? Basically, Goose Gander would dictate that lawmakers can't exempt themselves from laws they create for the rest of us. And they can't give themselves anything. Privileges, property, perks, money that they don't also give to the rest of us. Well, most of us know Congress can give itself a raise, something most of the rest of us can't do. And Joe, you kind of found that out recently, right? Uh, yeah. I went to see my boss. Hi, boss. What's on your mind, six-pack? Well, I thought today I'd give myself a raise. What? Well, not for work I'm doing this year, but, but for next. What, are you nuts? You can't give yourself a raise for any year. Well, but I thought... No. What do you think this is? Uh, Congress? Sorry, boss. I really didn't mean to. Yeah, I see your problem, Joe. Well, Goose Gander might fix this. A Goose Gander law would be based on the principle that we're all created equal. No person is better than another person. I have to obey the laws and the rules, same as you. Right? Well, right. So why isn't Congress equal? It's not enough that Congress gets to vote its own pay raises. It also gets to give itself exemptions to laws and give itself perks and privileges that the rest of us mere mortals don't have access to, but, of course, that we're paying for. Now, members of Congress earn at least $174,000 a year. That's nice. What about a side hustle? Okay to have a side hustle? Yeah, if you're in Congress. There are ethics laws designed to restrict conflicts of interest from outside income, but Congress has exempted itself from a good portion of those laws by creating loopholes. For instance, you can work for the companies the government is granting contracts to. Wow! Here's a classic. Between 2005 and 2018, Representative Jim Cooper of Tennessee, while a congressman, was also on the payroll of Vanderbilt University. He got paid $250,000 during that period. Vanderbilt and Vanderbilt employees were also Cooper's biggest campaign donors. Uh, what did Vanderbilt get? You might ask. Vanderbilt got $2.6 billion, that's with a B, in federal contracts, grants, and direct payments over a four-year period between 2014 and 2018. That was the last few years when Cooper was on their payroll. Now, Cooper's not just any congressman. He's on the Budget Committee, and he's also on the Committee on Oversight, and get this, reform. Oh, you think he'd want to reform this kind of stuff? Now, when was the last time you reformed a quarter million dollars out of your compensation? Well... That's what I thought. This is the kind of abuse we talked about in a recent podcast promoting term limits. It's also the kind of abuse a goose gander law would prevent if Congress knew conflicts of interest would be allowed for all of us, including the people the individual congressmen have to deal with. The doctor will see you now, congressman. Thank you. 
Hey, Doc, I got a mole here you might want to look at. Well, Congressman, have you tried a daily dose of our Dr. Sawbuck's Nifty Fixer Elixir? Just $29.95. Hey, aren't you on the Doc Sawbuck's payroll? Yeah, but don't let that bother you. I am a medical professional. Here, mm. have a spoonful. Mm. Soft taste like. Uh, think it'll help the mole? Yeah, we'll get to that. Just uh, <clears throat> give me a credit card there. With Goose Gander, everyone could have conflicts of interest and earn more money. As long as Congress is allowed to have conflicts of interest. <clears throat> right. Here's another perk. If you're a congressman, you get Social Security and a special pension annuity. Well, how much is that? You ask. Now, most of the time, you can't find out, because pension annuities for federal employees are considered private information and not subject to the Freedom of Information Act, even though we're all paying for them. But there are some things we found out. We know members of Congress get a better retirement plan and savings plan. Currently, put this in perspective, the average Social Security recipient, might be you, might be me, but not a member of Congress, gets about $20,000 a year. Now, that's not even close to the average that members of Congress got back in 2018. Then, a 20-year member of Congress left Congress and got three times as much as current Social recipients are getting now, four years later. So that's about $59,000 in pension benefits. Now, thank God there's a cap. Thank God. Yeah. By law, a member of Congress's pension cap is 80% of his salary upon retirement. And today, figure 80% of at least $175,000 or about $140,000. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, it is. Members of Congress also get to take advantage of the Thrift Savings Plan with really amazingly reduced fees. Now, anybody who's a federal worker can get it, not just congressmen. Of course, you and I can't, but, but federal workers can't. The Thrift Savings Plan is sort of a 401k for federal employees, but with super low fees subsidized by, you guessed it, taxpayers. That saves each federal employee thousands of dollars in fees because you and I are paying for them. The exact amount of the fees is hidden because a lot of the services in the Thrift Savings Plan are performed by other federal agencies. No one really knows how much we're subsidizing. Joe, you federal worker? Uh, is paying income tax work? No, not at all. But wait, the perks keep getting better. If you're a congressman, you also get workers' compensation insurance and Social Security disability. Okay, but listen to this. You can claim Congress made you mentally ill... And claim workers' comp. Boo. I can't do that. Yeah, even though Congress is probably driving you nuts. Now, you, you got to be a member of Congress to do that. Jesse Jackson Jr. did just that. Chicago Tribune reports Jackson is knocking down a cool 138000 bucks a year, more than he made as a freshman congressman, and most of it in tax-free workers' comp that you and I are paying for. Jess, how come this guy's not in jail? He was. But not for this. Jackson pleaded guilty to looting his own campaign fund of three-quarters of a million dollars to pay for vacations, luxury goods, celebrity memorabilia, and heaven only knows what else. Nice racket. Racket is exactly what it is. Congress takes care of its own. Now, just a side note, no member of Congress has ever been stripped of a federal pension due to a conviction. <laughs> so... What are some of the other perks that a congressman gets that you and I don't, and that a goose gander law might eliminate? Well, try finding a parking space around the Capitol sometime. Of course, not a problem for your congressman. 
congressmen can park illegally. They've got special congressional plates. I'll bet you don't have one. Afraid not. They also have free reserved parking at Reagan National Airport and a dedicated customer service line to handle reservations. Your congressman can reserve seats on multiple flights, but only pay for the flight they actually board. How does that work? Oh, welcome to Propwash Airlines, Congressman. Where would you like to go? I'd like to tell him where he can go. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's okay. Just leave that one to the voters. Now, if that's not enough, it gets even better. Better than this? You bet. Members of Congress get days off during the year. 195 of them. That's when they're out of session. How many days off are you getting this year? Uh, let me see. Five, two, three, five, seven. Yeah. Sorry about that. Members of Congress also get subsidized health care, about 72% of it. A taxpayer-subsidized gym membership, they only have to pay 25 bucks. Snap right up, Congressman. Just $25 gets you a full gym complete with sauna, steam room, pedal ball, and a swimming pool. Some congressional perks we don't find out about unless the news media uncovers them. Now, Snooze at 11. With your Snooze at 11 anchor, Mike Stand. Remember... If it happens in the Snooze 11 viewing area, it's news to us. Right. In 2017, BuzzFeed and other news organizations began reporting on a sexual slush fund in Congress, a special fund set up to use taxpayer money to pay off claims of sexual harassment against members of Congress. You're kidding. They actually did that? No, I'm not kidding. Not at all. The actual complaint process for the slush fund is done through the Congress's Office of Compliance set up and funded by, you guessed it, Congress. The process is long and involved. Complainants say it's like going through a grinder. A requirement for accepting a settlement? You, you never, never talk, talk about, about it. it. So if you get a settlement from Congressman Sledgebomb... <laughs> Sledgebomb here? What settlement? Where? When? In 2017, the Washington Post reported that the fund, through Congress's Office of Compliance, now called the Office of Congressional Workplace Rights, paid out $17 million for 264 settlements with federal employees over 20 years for various violations, including sexual harassment. Hey, where can I get one of those funds? Joe, don't harass anyone. You won't need one. Apparently, some congressmen have settled on the side. They haven't gone through the Office of Compliance. BuzzFeed reported Michigan Representative John Conyers, I'm quoting here, a Democrat and the longest-serving member of the House of Representatives at the time, settled a wrongful dismissal complaint in 2015 with a former employee who alleged she was fired because she would not succumb to his sexual advances. Conyers reportedly confirmed the settlement but vehemently denied the claims of sexual harassment. A side note, Conyers wasn't the only one. The Me Too movement triggered other allegations, and by 2018, four Democrats and five Republicans had been forced out of office over sexual complaints. Well, you think that's still going on? You decide. Goose Gander, the law that would dictate that lawmakers can't exempt themselves from laws they create for the rest of us, and that they can't give themselves anything, privileges, property, perks, whatever, that they don't also give to the rest of us. Now, Goose Gander might not take care of every abuse, but it would certainly be a start. But listen, we got to go. For more of these podcasts and our written column, please subscribe to dictatorforaday.substack.com. That's dictatorforaday.substack.com. And tell your friends. Tip, 
the podcasts are more fun. I am Dennis Dean, and I am not a dictator for a day. Hmm, where'd my field cap and cigar go? Dictator for a Day is sponsored in part by StoryVisionVideo.com. Copyright 2022, Dennis W. Dean. That's me. All rights, but please feel free to spread the word. And thanks for listening.